0: This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squiz Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun. Free. Fresh. Good morning and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, March 9. In Squiz Kids Today, floods smash Sydney and beyond... Bangladesh's YouTube village. Squizzy sniffs out some propaganda and putting the bat in Batman. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. Roads turned to rivers, bridges became temporary waterfalls, sides of hills slid away and cars and homes went under as the same sort of flooding rains that brought havoc to Queensland last week turned large parts of New South Wales into a great big churning puddle yesterday. Suburbs of inner Sydney were brought to a standstill by flash flooding. Residents near Manly Dam were told to evacuate as the dam filled up and started to spill over. And at one school on Sydney's northern beaches, students watched on as the car park outside their classroom filled with water and cars simply floated away. A huge stretch of coastline from Newcastle in the north to Beager in the south was subject to the drenching as another east coast low-pressure system hovered above the state and dropped its watery load, making it the wettest start to a year there on record. There were landslides in the Blue Mountains, rivers broke their banks in Sydney's western suburbs and Wollongong and throughout the Illawarra and Shoalhaven districts, residents were told to evacuate as floodwaters rose. Meanwhile, up north in Kempsey, on the New South Wales north coast, the River Maclay broke its banks and flooded the central business district, as New South Welsh people in that part of the world continue to deal with the devastating fallout from last week's rains. And if it feels like all we ever do here is talk about the weather, it's because we're in the midst of an extraordinary weather event. La Niña, you don't do things by halves. Spin the Globe Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we find ourselves in Bangladesh a tiny country with an enormous population just next to India. And specifically, we find ourselves in the small village of Shimulia, which has become known around the world as the YouTube village of Bangladesh. Why is that? Because for the last five years or so, a man with a digital camera has been filming locals cooking local dishes for the entire village to eat, then riding his motorbike six hours to the capital city, Dhaka, and then uploading those videos to his more than 4 million YouTube channel subscribers around the world. There's a video about cooking 400 chickens. There's a video about cutting up a 106 kilogram monster tuna. And there's also a rather tasty looking cabbage masala recipe video using 140 kilos of cabbage if you don't mind. The YouTube channel has proven so popular, it now provides jobs for no fewer than 50 villagers, including 17 local women. So how did they celebrate their two millionth subscriber? By baking an 83 kilogram vanilla cake, of course, complete with candles and icing. I've stuck a link to the video in today's episode notes. Speaking of spinning the globe, a reminder that if you've signed up to our Squiz Kids for Schools program or are a Squiz Kids Apple subscriber, a brand new Squiz the World drops today. The excellent new podcast where Amanda takes us on an audio excursion to a different country each week. And this week, we're off to South Korea, where a presidential election is taking place today. Learn all about this remarkable country, how kids there go to school for 11 months of the year, why fermented cabbage is the national dish, and how it's the K-pop capital of the world. Did someone say BTS? Dynamite. If you're not yet on board the Squiz Kids superfast supersonic jetliner that we take to squiz the world each week and you're keen to join the weekly forays into foreign lands, then sign up at squizkids.com.au or on Apple Podcasts. There are links to free trials of both in your episode notes. Animal Kingdom The new Batman film has opened to soaring reviews and some high-flying box office sales. See what I did there? Soaring, high-flying, Batman... Yeah, alright. Dad jokes. Anyway, people who went to a recent screening of The Batman in Texas in the United States got even more bat for their buck when a real-life bat was spotted swooping around the theatre. The movie, starring Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz, was paused while animal rescue experts were called to try and remove the bat. They were unsuccessful, and although moviegoers were offered their money back, most of them decided to stay and watch the rest of the film with their special guest in tow. I wonder if bats like popcorn? Hmm. Animal experts say only about 1% of bats in Texas carry diseases, and thankfully, no one was bitten during the screening, so there was no great safety risk. The authorities are pretty sure that someone released the bat intentionally and have said they'll be checking bags in the future. Talk about fun, police. I've stuck a link to the Batman movie trailer in today's episode notes with a little note that it has an M rating here in Australia. So you know the drill. Make sure you check with the adults in your life before diving in. Every Wednesday, Squizzy the Newshound snuffles into Squizkid's HQ and reports back on any fishy stories he's found on the internet. And his nose has been twitching over time this week, following the news yesterday that the Australian government is taking action against Russian propagandists. What's propaganda? It's information that's not necessarily true. Arguments, rumours, half-truths or lies, that are spread to try and influence the way people think. It happens a lot during wars, like the one we're seeing unfold in Ukraine at the moment. And yesterday, Australia's Foreign Minister Maurice Payne announced 10 Russian propagandists, who are people that spread misinformation, will be subject to sanctions, which means the Australian government will be applying pressure to try to shut them down. Misinformation is everywhere on the internet, not just during wartime. In Snapchat, social media postings, on your favourite TikTok channels, in every second Google search or YouTube video you watch. Which is why it's really important to become a critical consumer of information. And remember, as Squizzy always says, stop, think and check whenever you come across a piece of news on the internet. Have you ever wondered why a banana is curved or how a potato starts its life if it has no seeds? Well, now you can find out thanks to our podcast partner, Woolworth's Fresh Food Kids Discovery Tours. Over the next few weeks, we'll be strapping on our gumboots and heading out to the farm to talk to Aussie farmers to find out where our food comes from. First up, we'll be heading to South Australia, where Farmer Marco will walk us through the process of growing potatoes. And the week after that, we're off to Victoria to meet orange and mandarin farmer Tommy. And like the digital discovery tours, these farm visits are interactive, meaning we want to ask the farmers questions that you sent in. So if you have a question for Marco, the potato farmer, or Tommy, the orange farmer, send it through now to squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Meanwhile, teachers, head over to woolworths.com.au forward slash discovery tours to request a free classroom kit and bring the fantastic world of fresh food to your classroom. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What's the name of the country where a YouTuber has gathered 4 million subscribers posting videos of locals cooking? That's right, it's Bangladesh. Question number two. What sort of animal made a surprise appearance in a screening of the Batman? That's right, it was a bat What else? Question number three What's the name given to information that is not true But spread to try and influence the way people think? Yeah, that's right, it's propaganda Well done if you got that one yeah! Shoutouts It's March nine. On this day 61 years ago, a spaceship called Sputnik 9 returned to Earth, carrying its crew of a dog, a frog and a guinea pig. Hmm, I wonder which one was in charge of the landing. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Joey from Canberra, Amber from Melbourne, Nathaniel from Harvey Bay, Miles from Dingley Village and Ivan who's listening all the way over there in Cambodia and Christopher who's listening all the way over there in Kota Kinabalu in Malaysia. And belated birthday wishes go to Aidan from Forest Lake and Xavier from North Perth. Classroom shout-outs today go to Year 6 and Mr Roberts at Good Shepherd Primary School in Canberra, Class 3H and Ms Harris from Sunshine Beach State School and Class 5MM at Norris Road State School in Brackenridge. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out.